right, driver. Make sure everything is where you want it. Reach up there and pull those belts tight one more time. Going green next time by. This is the Scrubbing Tires Podcast. Jordan's uh, eight beers deep, but we're we're here. Yep. Uh, apologize for that, everybody. We are having um, Streamyard, which is the platform that we uh, you get to see our beautiful faces on to, <laughs> to Facebook. Uh, Curtis, our guest for tonight, was in oh. troubleshooting the issue with uh, Streamyard. So thank you, uh, Curtis. Uh, yeah, we were on chats, emails, trying to get this thing figured out. But nevertheless, let's get on the show before they break something else on Facebook. So. Yeah. Uh, I am back. I'm glad to be back. Um, thank you, Jake and Jordan, for taking the reins last week. Fantastic job. Thank you all for yeah. tuning in last week. Being modest, but thanks. <laughs> uh, but yeah, episode 57, Curtis Heldenbrand, for obvious reasons. He's in the lobby, like I said. We've been chatting with him now for uh, the last hour. Um, but uh, Brandon Hall, host and creator of this here podcast, Outlaw Car Driver, and I'll pass to this guy on my left, your right. Yeah, what's up, everybody? Jake Smith, driver of the uh, 89 GAM and the uh, Mike's Harder Drinker. Yeah, we're uh, probably about three or four of these deep. George's about a six-pack. So, uh, yeah. I'm just and and I got another one. <laughs> so I'll pass this down to George. All right. What's up, everybody? I am uh, Jordan Smith, the driver of the 99 GAM. Um, and, yeah, I'm ready to kick this one off. I'm sorry for the uh, te- technical difficulties. And if I slur my words, you you all know why. I've been drinking <laughs> beer for the last hour, waiting for this chindig to get kicked off. So welcome to the show. We're super excited. And thanks for joining us. Yeah. And I'll pass it back to you, George, for the listener fan shout out. Oh, yeah. Okay. So uh, that's my fault. So I wanted to give a quick shout out to uh, a young gentleman. He was in the hospital um, over the last weekend and uh, just found out on through Facebook. So I want to give out shout out to uh, Nathan Gasser's son. Glad that he's all right. He got over RSV and he's back home doing really well. So uh, it's awesome news to hear. Anytime you have a little guy like that have, struggling and, and having difficulties, like having to go to the hospital, I mean, your heart just breaks and you melts for them. So glad to hear the great news. And uh, I want to give also a shout out to all of the Hall of Famers that were inducted two weeks ago into the Colorado Motorsports Hall of Fame. Um, want to give a shout out to all of those guys as well. So congratulations on being inducted. And yeah, I would say uh, that's about it. That's, a, that's what we got. So well done. Well done. Yes. Prayers to the gassers. Um, hopefully their son gets... Well, I know um, that stuff is spreading like wildfire. My good friend who lives in North Carolina said they had to close their middle school completely down because of it. So, um, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. All right. Well, all that aside, um, let's give these people um, who have patiently waited an hour past their bedtime to see Mr. (laughs) Curtis Heldenbrand. So without further ado, we're going to kick his intro video on or on and get him on here. And uh, hopefully Facebook right. quits breaking. I'm seeing it's maybe going in and out again. So let's let's do this. Heck yeah.
through the door. Hey, welcome back, buddy. Hey, there he is. <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> hanging, out, hanging out with you on a Tuesday night, apparently. I know. I'm glad you guys woke me up here. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if it's you or me coming back to the podcast that broke everything, but we're here. I'll, I'll take the fall, man. It's it's all good. We'll, we'll <laughs> no, go we'll, with that one. We'll, we'll blame Brandon. <laughs> Missing out it last very week. well could be, yeah. I, they ran it just fine without me, so maybe I <laughs> be the technical producer off screen and just go that way. Anyway, thank you for uh, coming on tonight, man. It's uh, been getting to know you and obviously watching you, you know, stack up all those trophies in the background there for the last couple of years. So thank you. Um, yeah, no, I appreciate you guys having me. Absolutely. So I love we'll, how uh, organized it is. Oh, man. I don't know. It's nice, clean garage. <laughs> nice and clean. Oh, you can't see what's behind the computer. <laughs> it's all like tossed on this side yeah, over here. Yeah. <laughs> like when mom tells you to clean the room when you're little you just pile it under the bed or in the yeah, closet oh, yeah. closet yeah that's yeah, our exactly. garage you like you know you'll be you'll have a tool you literally set it down you'll be like five minutes later like what i i just literally had it right here and yeah so uh-huh. <laughs> all right well uh let's dive into this so first things first how did you get your start in racing tell us about everything because now we got we got the rest of the night since we're already late so all right fill the beans buddy all right so uh actually my racing started back back in high school actually i'll back up just a little bit i started driving when i was 12 and uh, my mom she taught me how to drive and i had a little beater uh honda it's supposed to be my sister's but i kept taking it you know <laughs> stick shift so she taught me how to drive and i was going to parking lots and, and did that you know, and then about high schools when I started drag racing, uh, oh. that wasn't a good idea. And uh, got a couple tickets. My uh, my last day of senior high, I actually spent in court for a speed, uh, street racing ticket. Ooh. <laughs> and uh, I went to a racetrack. I went to Colorado National Speedway, and I watched the, um, the sprint cars out there. And I was like, man, this is crazy. And they raced uh, super stocks. And I was like, you know what, one day I'm going to do that. <clears throat> and it took me, let's see, that was about 2008, 2011. Uh, I got a student loan package coming to me. And I was like, hey, I got a good idea. <laughs> let's buy a race car. And I bought, you know, it was like two weeks after the trade show. And I bought my first super stock. Didn't know anything about cars. And I still really don't, you know. But uh, <laughs> bought my first car. I went to go see this guy and I uh, said, Hey, I want to buy your car. It's actually Mike Stewart. And uh, so I bought his car and he's like, all right. And he, I was like, I don't have a trailer. Can you take it 45 minutes to my house? <laughs> and so he did. And uh, it's uh, the first time I went to go work on the car, you know, I had it in the garage and I, was, I called some people and I'm like, I don't even know what to do with this thing. It's running in my garage and now it's getting hot. I don't know what to do. So I, I knew nothing about racing and I just said, I'm going to go for it. And I, I, I was hooked. It's an addiction, <laughs> man. It's a drug. Yeah. Yeah. That's that quite the awesome. story. Yeah. It was, it was pretty, uh, it was pretty crazy. So yeah, how would you uh, have done that same thing with our college checks and went and bought a car? That's a, yeah. that's a genuine great idea. Honestly, <laughs> yeah. I, way better than spend it on like, you know, countless Coors lights. But <laughs> well, there's you know, stuck in the middle of Montana. 
Yeah. <laughs> now it, I bought yeah. I bought a pickup, so I wasn't that far off, and it lasted me all the way through. Hell, it's still running. It ain't got third gear, but yeah, it was stupid. <laughs> I I didn't even have a truck to to haul this thing. I I had my I had my Lancer Evolution, my Evo, oh, no. and I'm like, oh shoot, I don't know how to haul this car. <laughs> Drive the car to the track, race it, and drive it. Yeah, home. I, I yeah. went to U-Haul and I was like, "Hey, I need to borrow your trailer." And they were like, "What are you hauling it with?" And I was like, "Oh shoot, I don't have a truck yet either." <laughs> I need to borrow home, everything here. Home Depot, <laughs> twenty bucks a day. That's awesome. Man, it, yeah, yeah. So anyway, tell us, tell us after that debacle and you got everything squared away. So now you're running, you're running super stocks. How'd that go? Yep. So I technically started in 2011 and I'll tell you what, 2011, 2012 and 2013, I was in an old Caprice, bought this car, didn't really do anything to it. And I kept having problems. I didn't have anybody on my team. It was pretty much just myself going out there. I didn't know what to do with the car. I didn't even know how to change oil to be honest with you. I, it, wow. it was that bad. It still is that bad. <laughs> and, uh, but now you got a crew to do it for you. Yes. Yeah. See, I, that's the smart part. I say, Hey, I need this done. I don't know how to do it. Can you? <laughs> and uh, so that was 2011, 12 and 13. And the, I tried racing three seasons and uh, I only race. I only completed, I think five of those races. And I tried entering all of them, but uh I'd blow motors or trannies and, and we, we blew a motor one time. Right. And we came off the track and I was like, man, the car stopped working. And I was they're like, well, what happened? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> and so I pull in halfway down the pits and there's oil just dripping all the way down the pits and they get out and they're like, you blew your motor. And I'm like, how can you see that? <laughs> and they're like, let's look underneath. So I did. And there's a hole underneath the pan, right? The whole oh. rod had fallen out. Yeah. And they're like, look, you have a, a hole in your block. And I'm like, is that bad? <laughs> I'm like, not joking. Like, this is serious. I had no idea. And they're like, yeah, that's pretty bad. Yeah. Grab, grab so, the duct tape. Yeah. You know, so I just like, I was so ready to give up. And that was in, 2000, in 2013. I was like, I can't, I'm not going to do this anymore. Like, it definitely is not my sport. And uh, I finally started getting a little bit of help. And I think they could see how much drive I had for the sport. So in 2015, I bought a, uh, a Chevy Nova and I bought it from uh, race and Jason, Jason Morris. And, uh, I bought it complete with, uh, the seats and interior and everything. And I drove this thing on I 70 back home, you know, smoking like a sieve and everything. And, uh, I, I messaged Adam Hilton and I said, Hey, Adam, I said, I'll, I'll make you a deal. And he's like, what's that? I said, I'll shoot your wedding for you. If you can build me a cage in this. And he's like, Hey, that's a good deal. So let's do it. Yeah. And so he built the cage in that car. He helped me kind of like get going to where I needed to go and it pointed me the right direction. And that was in 2015. We raced that car and we took fifth uh, overall in points. Uh, then we kept working on it and kept like advancing our skills. And the next year we took third, which was 2000. And uh, I'm sorry, that was 2015. We took third. And, and then the next year, 2016, we won the championship in that car. Wow. And, and 2016 as well, uh, actually 2015, sorry, I've gone all over the place. We had a truck and I don't know why it was a good idea to go into trucks when we had all these other problems, but we did. <laughs> and, uh, we brought Matt Brunker's an old truck and, uh, we went out for practice and we grenaded the motor and I Oof. was like, 
what happened? <laughs> you know, and they're like the motor blown. I'm like, okay, I can kind of sense that now since I've already done this like seven, eight times. <laughs> and so, you know, we were like, let's just build a new truck for 2016. I'm like, okay, let's do it. You know? So we built a new truck for 2016 and we, uh, we ran the super stocks in 2016s along with the track, uh, the truck. Right on. Yeah. Double duty. Yeah. It was intense. So then I guess fast forward to now, how did you get that one that's sitting right behind you? So this is actually the same truck that we built in 2016. Oh, wow. Okay. Yep. So it's the same okay. truck. Uh, just kept doing some little updates here and there. New body, new motor, you know, stuff like that. But it's still the same chassis and everything else. Nice, nice. nice. Okay. Yeah. So what did you, as far as family goes, you had nobody, literally nobody knew anything about racing, nothing. Like what, what do they think of it now? Yeah, you know, when I started, it, it was pretty much me and my ex-father-in-law. Um <laughs> that we're doing this together. And, you know, I was always like, Hey, we need to get, we need to get some help. You know, this is a lot. And I was always told, Hey, let's just do it ourselves. And I was like, okay, I can't really tell you what to do. Cause you kind of own the truck right now, but okay. <laughs> you know, and, and things happen in my life and, and, you know, things kind of changed for me and I thought racing was over and, uh, I was lucky enough to get things figured out and came back right after I got divorced and, I started reaching out to some people and said, Hey, I don't, I don't really have people to help me. You know, do you think you'd mind helping? And, and they jumped on board and honestly, we haven't looked back. Nice. Yeah. I was going to say, you got a mafia of about 20 people every time you're at the track. So yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, it's pretty crazy to think that we really started with just myself. And, you know, I, I don't really pay my guys. I don't pay them to get in. They, they pay their own way in and man, I, I'm, really lucky for all those people to help out yeah Heck yeah, yeah. I, so, I was watching sorry Jared, let me just say this but no, go ahead. I, I was speaking of you know not paying for help i was watching the uh nascar hall of fame ceremony of last year and uh red farmer was getting inducted for this year <clears throat> and uh he sat on the podium and said the same thing he's like in my 80 some year career of racing. He said, I've never paid a single, no one's ever been on my payroll because I all want to show up and work. And I thought that was pretty cool. So, yeah, it's, it's pretty crazy. You know, <laughs> I, I'd like to think we're doing something right with, with the team and, and stuff like that. And I think that's why these guys all want to come back guys and girls, you know, yeah. and, uh, I, I really am fortunate for every single one of those people. Yeah. yeah. All right. Now, George, before, since I cut you off. No, you're fine. I was going to say, cause uh, I know that you and, and Michael Scott kind of work, in in tandem yep. so tell us about that relationship like how how that was built and everything like that all right so uh <clears throat> right after i got divorced actually right right before i got divorced back in 2018 i was uh i got a call from mike scott and he's like hey i need to buy some tires and i was like shit man i'll try and sell you every tire i got <laughs> and i was like all right you know so what do you want and i we just started talking tires and eventually him and I just kind of started talking about personal stuff. And I told him I was getting divorced and I told him I had a super late model and I needed to move. And I'll tell you what, I mean, we weren't friends, but for five months and he, he came down from Wyoming and had his truck and trailer and he helped me move and helped me get a super late model out, which was super awkward for my ex-wife, but <laughs> we, uh, he helped me with that. And then, uh, things just kind of happened and him and I have built a great relationship and, I can talk to him about anything with racing or personal stuff. And this last season, we uh, 
we took it up to him because he got somebody that uh, is working for him right now. His name is Joe Fiorelli, and he used to be the car chief for Denny Hamlin. Oh, so wow. that's who's working on Mike Scott stuff. And oh, the last uh, last year for championship night, we actually got in a wreck and we bent the front clip. Oof. And uh, we were going to take it to go get fixed. And I was thinking, I was like, Mike, why don't I just come up there and bring it to you and uh, see if your guy can fix it? You know, being that he was, you know, had a high high name out there and he's been around this stuff. And so we did. And uh, man, he changed the truck so much from last year, from all the other years I've driven it. It's pretty much been the same until last year. And it really showed. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> so he's, he's just been a great friend of me. And I mean, he wanted me to win just as much as, you know, I did. Well, I mean, the last like what, 10 laps there in championship <laughs> night, he was giving you a run for your money. <laughs> oh man, I'll tell you what. <laughs> so he spun out and him and I talk about this a lot. He spun out, right? He, he was trying something new with his truck. He wasn't in contention to win a championship. So he wanted to try a new spindle in, on his truck to see how it run. So if it worked well, we were going to try it on our truck. And uh, him and uh, his truck and our truck are pretty similar. And he spun out, right? And uh, he's like, man, I just had to get going because I didn't want to cause a caution for you or whatever. And so we're running side by side. And I remember Brian Sanders was on the radio. And he's like, why is this guy not letting you pass him? <laughs> and so we, we get done with the race, right? And Mike's like, gosh, dang it, man. I can't believe it. And I was like, what? And he's like, I wasn't going to let you pass me. <laughs> and he goes, I was on the radio with, with my spotter. And he goes, how much of a lead does Curtis have? And his spotter was like, he's eight or nine trucks ahead of second place. He's like, good, because I'm not going to let him pass me. <laughs> and in the meantime, Brian is text or is on the radio. And he's like, you don't need to pass this guy. I don't understand what is going on. And I get on the radio and I never do this, right? Unless it's under caution. And all I say is, yeah, but I want to pass him <laughs> going in the corner. And I was just trying so hard just to lap him. And he, he was trying hard not to let me. So we were both going at it and it was pretty fun, actually. So, so the new spinners <laughs> must have uh, worked well then for him. Yeah. Yeah. Good. That's funny. Yeah. Smart. It was, it was pretty funny watching that. I was oh, like, uh, I know they're, I, I know they're like super close, but yeah damn i don't know if i'd yeah. be like if it was me in this guy's situation i'd be like no no no, you go and i'm gonna block my ass off oh yeah like, no right. he's like i would have he's like i definitely would have been you know if i if you were that close i would have dropped back but he's like i right. wasn't gonna let you lap me. And I was like, man i was trying so hard and if you look at the finish it was actually i mean we he got me maybe by not even a fender yeah it was, it was yeah. super close you know yeah. so that's awesome uh, it was it was fun, yeah. It was a good time, but no, Mike's Mike's been a great help to this team, and he's done a lot for us. So I think not only it helps us, but it helps him too. Yeah. Right, right. having somebody else to lean on. Yeah, I, you know, uh, it, it was it was cool, like just to to know that somebody that worked for Joe Gibbs is kind mm -hmm. of going through our stuff, you know, and he's right. been at the top and he's done all this stuff, and we're just a local, you know, underdog team, and just to give something like that to him, you know. I, I don't know how much it's, it says for him, but, I, you know, whatever. A lot. Mm -hmm. yeah. 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 So I got a question. So I gave uh, – I can't remember which race it was during the summer, but I came by your your pit there, and every time I come by there, Ian Clark is eating a cheeseburger. So <laughs> Ian, is that all you do is you just show up to Curtis and help him, but you just eat all of his cheeseburgers, and he already made a comment over there. So <laughs> apparently you you pay your, your people in cheeseburgers. Which no. 
Nah, man, I don't even do that. <laughs> well, Ian. Now, yeah, he, I mean, he works where I work, you know, that's, that's, oh, so we okay. work together. And today he's like, man, if someone makes a comment about me eating a cheeseburger, I'm going to be mad. I was not going to bring, yeah, bring it up, but he brought it upon himself. For, and, and oh, yeah. for everybody to see. So no, it's all that good. Is... Every time I go to the bathroom right there, I always just see him eating a damn cheeseburger. I'm like, is that all you do around here? You know, I'll tell you what, that's a, that's a great spot. I love that spot. I've had it, it since 2011, but. Man, sometimes it really is shitty. <laughs> yeah, no, they, they have, yeah, they, they oh, parked there one year. Or one, time. Year, one time. One time. And I was asking their mom, I was like, do you smell it? She's like, no, I can't smell it. I was like, man, this is bad. <laughs> it does not smell good over here. Uh, and, hey, if you ever have to pass wind, man, it's a good place. Because seriously, <laughs> <it's not right laughs> that's the shitter, man. <laughs> Don't know the difference. <laughs> and you guys got the grill over there, and it's like real close say, to Ian, you're eating, burgers. And... You're eating shit burgers, Ian. What yeah, you, so I, there, I, you know what? That's a good point because there are some times where I was like, "Man, I'm going to bring you guys food, and I'll make dip and all that stuff." And by the time we get there and we cook everything, and I'm cooking, I look over and all the guys have the concession food stuff, and I'm like, well, "This is lame." Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, they're Should like, hey, "Not selling burgers." Well, you know, I guess with one person grilling because. I don't know if yeah. you noticed. Sometimes that line gets so long, it's like oh, yeah. you might as well. Hey, two bu two bucks right here. I got one for Dude, you. Dude, I'll tell you what though. That last race, <clears throat> the the line for concessions was like oh. long, mm -hmm. right? It was brutal. That was yeah. honestly that was that was probably that was actually really cool to see. Just so many fans at the at the speedway was amazing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we they went around to the front side. Thinking like, okay, well, it's it's long over here. Maybe we'll go around to the front side and like try to get a burger. Hell no. It was even worse yeah. over there. It was like, damn. I mean, yeah, like to your point, it was awesome to see, but it was like, well, I'm gonna go try and find somebody's trailer that's got some food. <laughs> Where's Curtis? Yeah, don't come in. Oh, here, here's Ian. He gained 30 pounds. There you go. Nice. Oh, uh, oh yeah, he's gonna give me. Have you guys ever been to Andy's frozen custard? Oh, no, yes. I, oh, I, man. I can't, that's on Hamden. There's one on Ham, uh, West Hamden, almost uh, to Red Rocks there. I'll tell you what. If if you want to get fat, go there. Yeah. So that's yeah. what we had to pull some lead out this year because uh, <laughs> we went to Andy's one or ten times. <laughs> so, yeah. There you go. Oh. Man. Just for you, buddy. Now you can't make fun of me. Yeah. I did it to myself. Just making your no. left side weight, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I got a like 80 pounds of, uh, we'll go with eight pounds wet over here. That we had to pull off. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, so anyway, the, uh, off the topic of Ian, go ahead, champion, Jay. Yeah, I was going to say, being the 22, 22 champion, how are you feeling? Yeah, it was, it's, uh, it's definitely surreal. Mm -hmm. um, it's a cool feeling. I didn't expect that we were going to do that in 2022. Um, we were eight points back, and uh, Brian and I were talking a little bit of what our game plan was. And he's talking about points, you know, a couple of weeks before. And I, I just simply told Brian, I said, man, I don't know if we're going to have enough time to make this race up. And I don't know if we're going to have time to make the points up. I said, let's just go out there and we're just going to have to do our best and everything else will play out. Mm -hmm. And I'm not even kidding you. Like three days before the race, he texts, we have a group chat with our team and he says, boys, let's just go out there and get a sweep and just do our best tonight and get those trophies and lo and behold that's what happened 
Ooh. It was crazy. Not but, without some controversy, though, to start the night. Yeah, yeah, it was crazy. But yeah. but being a champ, I mean, it definitely uh, it's awesome. You know, it's it's cool knowing that we have the talent to beat those guys, or maybe mm-hmm. it's just the luck. I don't know, but it, it definitely is. Uh, it's cool to be at the top. Yeah, luck, luck, and preparation. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. you know, we uh, we tied Dynas our second year in trucks in 2017. We tied Dynas. And we were, we were both on the leaderboard. He beat me though. Cause he had two more main event wins than I did. So we tied in 2017 for the championship. And then in 2020, we had a really great season. Um, the last race of the year, we got tore down and <clears throat> we had a, a partsless motor and, uh, and I don't mean to be rambling here, but no, uh, we had a partsless motor and, uh, our heads were so we're older, right because we got the motors a long time ago and they had been decked one or two times, I guess. And, uh, so it had a little bit too much compression. So we got disqualified. Yes. However, we, we were running the correct part. It just, we had to use a different part, uh, to make compression. Mm-hmm. And so since we didn't run that exact park, we got disqualified, which we took second. Right. Bummer. So, that lesson learned. Right. I mean, it right, sucks, right. but I, I, I told myself, you know, Troy Widar's won the championship and congrats to him. And maybe it was his year to win the championship to give something to his dad, you know? So mm-hmm. I, I, right. you know, I got to hold my head up high for that one. Thank right. you. Absolutely. So then, uh, as far as your, your racing career, uh, and now that you've been in the trucks for a little, do you have any aspirations to go into anything else? I mean, you just, are you content doing this? Like, is this, is this the division that you love and you behold and you know what I mean? Uh, yes and no. So, <laughs> uh, it, it's fun being at the, the front of the, the field, you know, winning some races now. And we got, we have some more stuff to learn. And so we'll stay in the trucks, you know, until we don't, but there has been talk maybe about getting into a super late model. So we're trying to figure out some of those details. So nice. there could be talk about going up it's you know, the same I, thing I, just without a bed, right? Yeah. They're pretty much, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. They're pretty close. I mean, we're about a second off. But right. you put us on a 10-inch tire, you know, probably pretty close. But super lates have a little bit more than we do. Oh, yeah. You know. So what does that look like? Do you have a car in mind? Or are you still figuring things out? Or is it we're years still tr- ahead? Or No, we're still trying to figure some things out. You know, I have a new sponsor that came on board. And they've sponsored some guys in the ARCA series. And he's kind of been talking about maybe building a brand new car. And so we're we're working on it. You know, my goal is... If we go into a super late model, I don't want to just get a car. You know, I want to get a good car and be competitive. You know, mm-hmm. my goal would be if we, we go into the super lates, I would, I'd like to get rookie of the year, you know, or be competitive. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to do it unless we're ready. Yeah, you know, right, that's yeah. something that my team has to be ready for as well. Sponsors. So will you, will you uh, know how to change the oil on the super late when you get it? Or- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll just tell one of my guys, hey, can you get the oil change over there? <laughs> I'm only teasing. Ian, put that damn cheeseburger down yeah, and go change that oil, damn it. Yeah, or stuff your face, one of the two. Get it <laughs> I think it only takes three and a half quarts, but I'm not yeah. sure. Oh, man, I'll tell you what. <laughs> talking about oil, right? So in 2020, there was a night where we had three races. And I will never forget this night. And the first main event, we had an oil leak. We had this oil pan that kept having problems. So we put it, I actually bought an engine diaper. We strapped around the engine. We went out for the first main and the engine diaper just went everywhere over the track, right? (laughs) We won the main event. Yeah, they do. It's, it's weird. But anyway. My engine should run those. Yeah. 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 (laughs) 
So anyways, we run this diaper, we win the race, we go into tech and they tech us. Well, it's leaking more oil. And we're like, oh crap. So we pull in the, into the tech shed, drain all the oil out in this bucket and, and Adam Hilton jump underneath there and he welded it while it was still dripping, put all of this oil in a bucket. I don't even know how much oil was in there, got it in. And then they're like, Hey, we need to go back out for the second main. And we don't even have oil in this truck. And so we're just taking this bucket and throwing oil in. And there was, I think there was like four or five different mixtures of oil at this point. Oh, Cause we're no. just trying to add oh, oil God. and get out there. So we made that race. And then I don't remember another problem we had, but we went out for the third one and we won the third main, which was crazy. But yeah, talking about oil, we were just dumping whatever we could find in. <laughs> I don't even know how full it was because it doesn't, you know, it doesn't have a dipstick, but yeah. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Well, I have a uh, saying for that, but it's not a uh, Facebook appropriate. So I'll share that after, uh, after the show. But, uh, yeah. So That's you say, awesome. uh, you work with Ian. So give our uh, viewers a little rundown of, uh, what you do currently. So I, I'm a sales rep for Goodyear commercial tire. So I sell, you know, big semi truck tires to, to fleets around Denver. Uh, I do all of city and county of Denver. You know, they, they have a lot of, a lot of vehicles that we, uh, provide yeah. rubber for, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I do a lot of fire stations around, uh, state patrol. I supply all their tires for them. So nice. It's uh, how often do, do they like a police cruiser, like a highway patrolman, all the miles they put on, how often they buy in tires? Oh, I go to like Denver police. I go to every day. Almost. Wow. But, wow. Yeah. Oh, they, wow. They spend a lot of money in tires. So I go to the airport. I do the, I, I do the tires, the, uh, like when you get on an airplane, that jet bridge that you walk mm -hmm. on, you know, oh, I yeah. do all the tires for that, wow. which is crazy. I've wow. done like the, uh, the shooting up at the, uh, up in Boulder. I did all the tires for the Bearcat on that Boulder unit after that. Oh, wow. Yeah. All right. So I've done some, a whole bunch of stuff actually. Interesting stuff. So are you trying to convince them to uh, let you run Goodyear's instead of Hoosier's on the truck or what? You know, I actually reached out to, to Goodyear and I, I was going for a sponsorship and I think they would have done it. However, we can't run Goodyear's. We have to run the Hoosier's. So I think that was kind of like a, hey, we're not going to do that, you know, yeah. right. type of thing. Yeah. But, we could still slap them on the car and, I mean, advertise for them. But. Yeah, I think I thought about taking some of our chalk and just writing Goodyear yeah. on it. <laughs> you know, just spray paint over the Hoosier and then put Goodyear on the side. Yeah, of it. hey, it's the Hoosier still there. Oh <laughs> man, I bet you we go to tech like that though, and people are like he's running a Goodyear, and I'm like, oh, <laughs> it's just a sponsorship deal. That's okay. Yeah. okay. It's still got the purple paint. from last week. What are you talking about? <laughs> I'd rather run a Goodyear and spray paint Hoosier on it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. They'll never know. Yeah. Shoot, the way the tire supply has been, I mean, might as well. Whoever can give us tires, I don't really yeah. care. Yeah. Does that affect you guys in your day to day with like the tire shortage or? Oh yeah, yeah. We yeah. it's yeah, it's been crazy. Is there any uh, light at the end of the tunnel or no? You know, it's hard to say at this point. You just have to kind of take it day by day and see what see what we can get and mm -hmm. just go from there. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Hopefully soon all this stuff will be over with, but you never know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so since you were talking about 10 inch tires, so oh. we've, we've talked a lot about on the you know podcast over the year of, of things during our green flag, black flag segments of, you know, what little things we noticed throughout the year over the years that maybe, you know, 
what could we do or the track do to kind of just make things better? Is there is there anything that you think specifically for the truck series over the last couple of years that you're just like, man, that thing is just if they just change that one thing, you know, maybe all overall the whole series will be even better. Is there one thing that you think that could help the truck series? You know, it would be cool to run them on a 10 inch slick. Mm-hmm. I think we'd be it. so close to the super late models that there wouldn't be that big of a gap. So I, I don't know if super lates would be the premier series if trucks, you know, did that. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it would be cool to run a, um, the 10 inch, but in my opinion, I think what they should do is leave the trucks alone. I mean, they used to mess with the rules so much, just leave them alone. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're starting to get such a big truck count now, which is, you know, it's nice to have. So yeah. instead of changing all the rules and lose, losing these people to the rule changes, just leave it and see where the class goes. Mm-hmm. You know, well, just so you know, we've gotten <clears throat> asked multiple times this year on our, give me some love segment, which we'll do here in a couple minutes for you. But everyone asks us if we could run one class, at CNS other than, you know, legends and the games and stuff. And we all three voted for pro trucks that we'd yeah. love to run. So, yeah, you know, they're just so, they're so unique, uh, you know, similar to the grand American modifieds, but the trucks are so unique, you know, they're loud and, and like, like I said, modifieds are too, you know, but there's just some about the trucks that are just so cool, you know, and mm-hmm. I wish we could run other tracks and go around, but there's just nowhere that runs these trucks. Mm-hmm. Right. You know? Yeah. Yeah. If you ever need us, if you ever need a, you know, somebody to fill in. <laughs> yeah, I'm. You got two or three of us right I got here. The hat and everything. We're ready. <laughs> if y'all can fit in a 17 inch seat, let's Ooh. go. I'm there. I am not there. there. That's what I got. <laughs> you, need, you need a spacer, Brandon. Yeah, I need a three inch spacer, please. <laughs> it's, it's a booster. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. But I, hey, I'll make it work if you give me the opportunity. I'll be hey, floating hey, around in there, but it'd be fun. <laughs> it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. Uh, just wear like two race suits. You'll be fine. Yeah. yeah well, there, there you go. go. Just <laughs> Or just get with uh, Ian and start eating a bunch of cheeseburgers and some Andy's. Uh, he, he, I, I hope that you, Jake, don't race in any of the iRaces coming up because he's gonna he is going to wreck the dog food out of me. <laughs> for all right. All of this. You That's know, talking. Talking about iRacing one time, so in 2020, really quick, we had a, a season where people didn't like us because of the whole protest and stuff that went on. And I remember Ian one time, he sent me a screenshot, and he's like, hey, look, I'm on iRacing, and I pretended like I was you. And I was like, good luck with that one, buddy. <laughs> and so like an hour later or something, he came back, and he's like, yeah, I'll never do that again. I got wrecked. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, a little side joke. Ian has a reputation of wrecking me for whatever reason. Um, so it's always just an inside joke. He always just, always with five to go, he'll just find my back bumper and wreck me. So mm-hmm. well, that's because you're about to you. lap him, right? No, he's yeah. way faster than me. He just, you know, gets behind sometimes and catches me, and then I'm just in the way, apparently. So, so we went real quick. He's we got a go- cheeseburger to eat. We went go kart <laughs> racing, right? About uh, two weeks ago, we went go karting. Where's for the team, like? we took the whole team out, and I said, hey, this was our second race. And I told my team, I said, all right, guys, I'll give whoever 20 bucks for the first person to spin Ian out. And they're like, oh, shit, I don't even care who wins. Let's just spin Ian out. <laughs> and so I said, but listen, I said, if I'm the first one to spin him out, I keep my 20 bucks. And so everybody's like, all right, let's do it. So all of these people were like waiting back and Ian just goes by and we're all just like attacking him. right? <laughs> and so I keep passing and I'm like, man, no one spun Ian out yet. So I was like, all right, I'm going to get him. So I spun him out and he th- 
went right into a wall. And so we were going around like three laps and I was like, oh man, I kind of feel bad because he's still just sitting there. And I was like, you know, he spent good money to come race. And so I tried helping him. I got stuck, but yeah, we took him out. It was kind of funny. <laughs> well, we're all, we're all just poking fun, and We love you, buddy. Oh yeah. <laughs> Should oh, we do some, uh, give me some love say, now? Yes. I'm sure. Uh, we'll, we'll click Ian first. I'm sure he's got some questions. Yeah. <laughs> all right you're, you're familiar with the give me some love and segment right curtis you've, you've been on plenty of the episodes no just shaking I, yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> yes so anyway, first time no normally yes. normally it would be the fans the listeners uh opportune time to ask us three questions but since you're our lovely guest for tonight all the questions and comments are directed at you. We'll pull them on the screen if they're appropriate and you're going to answer them. So, all right, all right. All right, let's do this thing. We gotta ask the age-old question: You have watched Days of Thunder, right? Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. Thank you. It's a staple, man. We've never we have oh, had one I guest think, that I think we found something. It. What's that? I can see I was... a weapon. Oh <laughs> yeah. On I was the gonna trailer, say, yes, dude, you're like the prototypical cold trickle. Doesn't know <laughs> shit about race cars, right. but can drive them. Oh, well, I the bar. <laughs> <laughs> Cole, tell me what the car is doing. Especially that I last can't. race. I'm going to make a hole here. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, All right. I will get time out. I will give you mad props. That move you pulled off was one of the best moves I've ever seen in my life on a racetrack <laughs> going three wide and splitting them like that. I, I, had I, to. I was, that was amazing. I Thank told you. these guys that very next night, like when we you got did. on here and I was like, that was one of the best moves I've ever seen. Thank mm -hmm. you. Yeah. So yes, we, yeah. we took the opportunity. We had to take it. Mm -hmm. right yes. hats thank off you. yeah thank you all right before we click the first uh question here i do want to shout out to this person mr brian sanders because him and i had a conversation uh a couple weeks back and he said well hey we should get curtis on here and he kind of merged the gap between us and gave yeah. me your email and all that stuff so thank you mr brian sanders and you're up first uh for uh curtis here <laughs> favorite race day song now I'm i sure... assume there's a story behind this yeah, so okay. <clears throat> I'm sure what he's asking about is the Tay Tay song. You need to calm down. <laughs> <laughs> so, so every time we get on the radio, he's like, "Hey, you need to calm down," <laughs> or or like if he's rattling on and on, I'll say, "Hey, you need to calm down." <laughs> man, I I right. would play some Tay Tay stuff on my radio, and people were like, "Man, can we put on like some Metallica or something?" Because this shit is getting old. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Now we know something about uh, Curtis here. Oh no, that's Brian. That's Brian. That's oh, Brian. Brian. That's oh, Brian. Okay. okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, there you go, Brian. I threw you back under. There you go. <laughs> All right, Jake. Pass to you. All right. This is from our uh, good buddy, Wee Man, Mr. Mark Bremkamp. What official did you hate the most this year? Oh God, that's awful. Oh, hey, <laughs> no kidding. Hate's a strong word. Did, did he ever black flag you? Yeah, just say him. Get it over with. Stir in that pot. Plead <laughs> the fifth. Yeah, well, <laughs> no, it's hard because, you know, he used to work for us as well. So, uh, 
you know, I never really had any issues with the, the officials this year. I, I've always yeah. not gotten along with uh, Mr. Witherwax, but that's just me. Yeah. I wouldn't say I hate him. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes, you know, when you get told uh, you're going to be disqualified, you know, for a championship. Yeah, you know, I could see that. Yeah, that, that would, he was my number one that year. Yeah. You, you, you become opinionated. <laughs> Let's yeah. put it that way. Yeah. <laughs> All right, George. All right. This comes from his uh, esteemed brother, Scott Brimcamp. How much does it help having a spotter? We? That who, who I would, I would say, who tells you when safety crew is coming? It's are you like referring to like if there's a wreck and they're coming I, out on that track? I would assume. I, I mean, he has a story behind this. Something happened. I, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it is important to know, you know. And and Brian does a great job, or our spotters have already done a great job. Like, hey, safety crew's coming on, stay high, you know, because the spotters mm. not only looking out for myself and the other drivers, but you know, they're looking out for anybody's safety that's on the track. Right. Yeah. If that answers your question. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> all right, we'll move on to Mr. Chris Cox. He wants to know who did you borrow all them trophies from? Oh, when I was at your house a couple of weeks ago, oh, there, okay. Chris. You know, <laughs> you know, Chris. We go back quite a ways, and I remember one time I took some pictures of you getting a mani pedi. Oh, oh wow! Yeah. Blackmail. I think we need to have Chris Cox on our next podcast. All right. Call him <laughs> Oh, that's man. fantastic <laughs> all right jake this is gonna be a good one all right so this one is from mr blair cooper uh how or have any chicks dudes ever hit on you when you were ripping them around in the lambo uh during ride-alongs so i that sounds like that's an austin radasta written all over i could be wrong <laughs> but uh <clears throat> we've been working now with uh rusty wallace racing for six seven years now we do their circle track stuff and their exotic stuff which is pretty cool uh, I, I couldn't even tell you how many people we've taken around in those exotic cars. But That's awesome. we've never, what do you say, hit? Is that what he said? Hit on you. Like, hit on oh, you. hit on me? Not hit the wall, hit on, hit on you. you. Shit, I, I could be Like, what's up? Hey, know. how are you? Hey. <laughs> hey, this is my Lambo. You're yeah. 12. <laughs> That's awesome. You know, I burnt a Ferrari down one time, and that's not a joke for, for Rusty Wallace Ooh. racing. Ooh. Did you get to meet him after that then? No. Rusty? No, no. no, oh, no. no. Come on. No, actually, <clears throat> it's actually not Rusty Wallace who owns it. It's a company that oh. owns it and they out they outsourced their name or they bought their name for it. Mm-hmm. But I but think yeah. he just puts money in it to have his name on it. Probably. Correct. Yeah, they get yeah. yeah, they get paid on it. But that's yeah, a great experience. But yeah, burning down the Ferrari was definitely I, I have a little bag in my in my showcase in my office and it's it's like one of those bag you put ashes in you know mm-hmm. and it has melted sheet metal from a ferrari <laughs> <laughs> all right collaborate. So how did it what happened <clears throat> yeah you, we did an autocross up at bandamere and we set up these little cones oh. and we go around and man we were ripping <clears throat> and they're like you know take it easy and we're like no we're not gonna no. take it easy you know yeah so i take this kid out and it, it started getting hot and these people were like, Hey, it's kind of smoking. And I'm like, all right, let's get the next kid in and get it out. You know? Mm-hmm. And they're like, no, it's actually really smoking bad, but it, it's wrapped, you know? And you could see the wrap like bubbling, like oh. it's like smoldering. And we're like, Oh, okay, well let's get out. Well, it caught on fire and oh, I had the window down and everything. And so oh. we were like, Oh, let's go get somebody to put the fire out. And 
so they came over and it it actually started burning up and so they were extinguishing it with a fire and i took a uh, you know pictures and stuff of this and i left the windows down <laughs> and all of the fire retardant just went in the interior and trashed it and i was like oh. i'm i'm never getting called back to this again. <laughs> and i'm not even joking you a month later, they called and said, "Hey, we need you to come back out to High Plains and do this again." I was like, <laughs> "Are you sure?" Sure. <laughs> I was like, "Okay, let's yeah. do it." And and so you know, I, yeah. So That's what are we awesome. burning down this week? Porsches or? <laughs> yeah, the fr- well, <coughs> excuse me. Then the uh, they're like, "Yeah, this is like the fifth time that it's happened." And I'm like, "Oh, thanks. <laughs> I don't feel so bad." Yeah. yeah, that's kind of a safety hazard. <laughs> Someone should look into that. Yeah, I'm just glad. I'm just glad I have a baggie full of Ferrari in my office. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not a lot of people can say that. Hey, so. yeah. so you own a Ferrari? That's yeah. right. I mean, it has to be a full one. I think I got the air cleaner in my garage somewhere too that came off. Perfect. That's yeah. funny. They charge. must have got a damn good insurance policy. I, I guess. <laughs> expensive. It's burning one. down for. Oh no 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 big deal. This is like the eighth one this month. Yeah. No problem. <laughs> Oh, they're, they're, yeah. They heard you change the oil on it. That's why it caught on fire. They said, "Yeah, <laughs> yeah what, what oil?" <laughs> yeah, even better. <laughs> All right, George. All right, this comes from Mr. Mark Bramperkamp again. Just poking fun at you, Curtis. LOL. <laughs> what is your mindset like during an off season? You know, it's uh, one of the guys on my team, Chris Smith. He's been a great, great help this year, and man, he's already up and at it. He's like, Hey, we need to do this. 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 And I'm like, Hey man, can we just like take a quick break? Honey, like a minute to get my poop in a group here, you know? Right. <laughs> and so I just, you know, I always like to kind of take this time to give back to my family and spend that time with them and just wait until like after Thanksgiving and Christmas time. And then we start kind of getting back after it. But think just kind of i'd like to get my garage reorganized and uh get things settled up so we can start getting ready for next season so good plan yeah all right the star of the show himself ian clark what is the best piece of advice you ever received from a fellow driver oh man you should you should you should buy a boat (laughs) (laughs) they're about the same aren't i mean hell I got to ask the next next question then. Who told you that? Chris Cox. I was going to say, I have an idea. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You should buy a boat. Yeah. I, I, uh, I don't, I I can't answer that question. Ian. I'm sorry. I I do know that there have been times where people are like, you know, you should just give up and not do this anymore. And yeah, I've thought about that, you know, but I just kind of feel, let that fuel my fire and say, I'm not going to give up on that one. So I'm just going to keep going. Well, thankfully you didn't because it looks like it's paying off for you now. Yeah, it's working. I hope. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what else we got? Any any ones I skipped over haphazardly? Uh, I don't think so. Think so. I'm surprised I, I had... Blair Coop. I'm surprised or surprised Blair hasn't said anything. He's kind of been quiet. Oh boy, you got called out. Oh, hey, we got all <laughs> night. All right. <laughs> I had one for curse and it slipped my mind. Oh, here, here you go. You got another one. There you go, Jake. All right. Mr. Wee man again, other than buying a boat, what's the best piece of advice you would give someone getting ready to compete in their first full season? Don't give up. Just keep going. <laughs> Don't give up. Right, there you Don't, go. Don't give up. Uh, yeah. oh. You know, it, it, it ain't going to come easy. 
and and if it does, you know, good, good for you. But things don't come easily, and you just gotta you gotta keep pushing forward. If you're really passionate and you really have the drive for it, it, it things will happen the way they're supposed to. Mm-hmm. So just keep going. Don't give up and have fun. Honestly. Right. All right. Next one, Scotty. Scariest moment you've had on track. Scariest moment I've had on track. You know, there was one time back in the super stocks we were running and I think we were like, God, I don't even know, 15th, maybe 16th back. And we were right behind Daryl Smith and we were just going through this, going down, let's see, back uh, in turn two, coming out of turn two. And I was just right behind him. Well, all of a sudden he goes high and I was like, well, screw this. I'm going to go low. And so I did, well, there was a car like, facing the other way and i just t-bone him you know and uh that one that one tickled you know because i don't wear a seat pad (laughs) underneath my butt Uh you know because i want to feel the car and i swear there is a bolt right in the wrong spot (laughs) so that one stung yeah uh that that was probably the worst one you know yeah yeah walking around like you just got off a horse for a little while yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah that one tickled absolutely all right, George, you're up. All right, this comes from uh, Shelby Wilson. As drivers, when will you all quit racing? I don't mm. think there's really a time. I think, I don't know. I don't know how to answer that one. Mm-hmm. I guess you'll know when you know. Mm-hmm. Right. You know? Yeah. Or you can be like Tom Cruise and say, well, this is where I'm supposed to be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. You know? Yeah. There you go. It's it's time to let go. Well, not now. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I, I'm I just starting this. Too much fun. It is too. It's too addicting. It it, it really is. is. It's addicting. Hey, like Ed said, it's a drug. It it's is. What? It, racing is a drug. <laughs> yeah. It's addictive. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and I think I think it's it's time to maybe, I don't know, maybe when you have. I don't know. I have kids and I'm not, you know, they might want to go race, but I'm like, Hey, you can go do that on Sunday. I'm going on Saturday night, you know, but, <laughs> right. uh, you know, I think as long as things are going good and you're having fun and it, it's something that you can enjoy on a Saturday night, Sunday night or whatever, whatever day you guys are racing. Mm-hmm. If you're still having fun with it, keep going. Right. You know, there's too many other things in this world that are just so negative and you can get your head wrapped in. And if it's, you enjoy doing it, just keep going. Mm-hmm. Right. You'll know when to quit. Oh yeah. Right. All right, we had a uh, another comment uh, that I'm not even going to touch, but uh, <laughs> I told you <laughs> uh, we don't want to get kicked off. We've had enough issues with Facebook tonight. So, um, anyways, uh, we'll skip down. Uh, is this maybe uh, your mother? Oh uh, yeah. Nope. All right. Subscribed. <laughs> end of end of episode. You never <laughs> revealed the issue you had with the clutch. Can you elaborate on that issue? Championship night. So, uh, with these clutches, the recommendation is to winch the truck or car in and out of a trailer, um, because they're so, I don't know, they're so tight and, um, we hadn't done that in the last couple seasons. And, uh, we would pull this thing up in my driveway and we would like an idiot, we would drive it and it puts a lot of wear on these clutches. And so we got this new motor a couple years ago and I was telling everybody, I was like, God, we just feel like we're down on power. And I was like, it's definitely got to be the motor, you know, take the motor out. We'll send it off. 
And going into that last race, you know, the last practice, the second practice of the night, that was the only practice we did. And I felt the, the clutch start going. And I was like, oh, God, please do not be the clutch because this is the last thing I want to have to deal with. Yeah. You know, so we pull in and I was like, hey, guys, let's check this tranny or the shift linkages. Are they popping out of gear or something? Or like on your left rear, like is the hub, like the splines, you know, uh, missing so it's trying to slip or whatever and everything looked good you know and i was like oh man it's got to be the clutch and we sat there for probably a good like 10 minutes just kind of contemplating like hey do we switch this clutch do we not switch the clutch and uh and thank god we did because that truck definitely came alive within like minutes to spare and so it it definitely we took the clutch the discs out and man they were trashed and discolored and gone and I'll tell you what, though, when we put that truck back together, we we didn't have enough time. There was missing three of the header bolts, <laughs> or the bell housing bolts were missing. Four of the oh. bolts for the clutch were out. Like we just didn't have time. We were trying to slam it back in to go, and so yeah, the, Jordan the knows clutch, what that's about. Yeah, yep. <laughs> yeah, it was close, and and you know what, we didn't expect to. We thought our night was over, and man, definitely our luck changed. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. crazy. All like right. said, you're going out to, uh, you know, sweep the night and you definitely did it. So yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, no, we, we did a great job. You know, I can't take all the credit there is the, the team, man. They, they kicked some ass that night. Yeah. You guys were working real hard. It, Ian had some dirty hands. So he finally was doing something yeah. around there. Yeah. <laughs> well, he, he came up to me, him and Landon, my other guy were like, are you sure you want to do this? Cause we know what that means when you want to do something, we get stuck doing it, you know? <laughs> and I was like, man, I really think we should do this. And they're like, oh, God, here we go again. <laughs> well, you were right. He had to put his cheeseburger down, but thank God. No, shit, no, dude. He was still eating it and putting it on his chest, you know? He's like, <laughs> just grease adds a little Don't pass me the ketchup down here. <laughs> it tastes a little burnt. No, that's just your hands, Ian. <laughs> That's awesome. All right. What did we, uh, all right, we'll take another one from Mark. And I think we have one other one. Uh, we man says other than winning championships, what is the best memory you have since you've started racing? You know, I'll tell you what, uh, one of the coolest things that we have going for us is in 2016, we, we, uh, we got with an organization called hope kids and it's very similar to make a wish. And, uh, we got turned on to this uh, kind of idea back in 2015. We went to Children's Hospital and we took both our super stock in our truck and we put it on display right there at the entrance of the hospital. And it was cool seeing like all these kids come down and they could just get out of the hospital for 10 minutes and do a little car show. And, you know, something with that, awesome. having kids, you know, I just was like, man, I couldn't imagine if I was in their shoes up in their, you know, the, the hospital room and, something just inspired me. And I I reached out to make a wish foundation. I said, Hey, I said, I really like to get with your organization and I would like to host events at the speedway and families can come out and hang out with us and ask questions and you don't have to pay to get in. We'll pay for you guys to get in. And, you know, they were like, unfortunately at this time we cannot do it, but there's a new organization in Colorado that is similar to us. And that is hope kids. And so we got turned on to hope kids back in 2016 And the first family that we had come out was the night of challenge cup in 2016. So right after we won the championship and uh, we've honestly done that every weekend since where we would have a family that has somebody that is disabled or they've had brain cancer or they have uh, 
other sorts of cancer or very life-threatening issues. And it's just really cool to like give back to the community and invite these families to come hang out with us and, and they don't have to pay to get in. And like I said, we take care of it. The track helps out with that as well. And That's just awesome. to have like families and just <clears throat> get out of like that hell hole and come right. hang out with us, you know, and that's, that is hands down the best memory that I will always have. And the families that I have met, I still are in communication with some of them. And, you know, it's, it's an organization that we will never leave. So that's, that's awesome. very cool. Yeah. Very glad awesome, glad you shared that. Yeah. That's yeah. Awesome. yeah. Good question too, Mark. Jeez. You can actually see their logo right there. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Keep it right okay. next to the door. Nice. That's yep. awesome, man. Yep. So do you give it a little uh, rub pat down right before you get in the car? By who? <laughs> yeah. That... Oh, man. Wow. Way to turn Woo. that one, Jake. Yeah. You, you opened up yourself. <laughs> hey, that's all right. <laughs> oh, Ryan man. is who does that for him, Brian. Yeah, yeah. Brian I know. <laughs> or, Jake, I mean, Jake, you can start coming hanging out with us if you want. Yeah. Sure. Heck yeah. <laughs> Little rub-a-tug. Heck yeah. Oh, man. Call you Jacob. Yeah, Call you Jacob. want to make sure you're nice and comfortable before you get in that truck. Got to loosen oh, you up. Exactly. <laughs> All right. We'll take two more here. I'll uh, pass to Jake. Uh, just want to say hello, uh, Melody. She said hello, she Melody. Tuned yes. Tuned in real quick. Well, yeah, she's at work, so we appreciate. I still that. think she should be getting paid for all the work she does at the track, but uh, she wants to know. Uh, and you kind of answered this a little bit. Is there uh, any other class that you would love to try? Yeah, you know, uh, I definitely want to get back into it. I had a super late model at one point. I had to sell it with uh, family issues, but I'd definitely like to get into a super late model and try and start traveling with that and see where it goes. You know, I'd love to try. Honestly, I would race. I would race grocery carts if, if they had motors oh, yeah. on them. I'd race anything I could, you know? So Heck yeah. I'd be up. I've never driven a legend. I think a legend would be fun to go whip around or Cop maybe flight. a train. I don't know. Yeah. They're expensive. I know that. Hey, I know Jared Wall's got one. Doing a train is expensive? No, legend. <laughs> oh. Oh, I think you just go to the junkyard and get yourself a car for a train, man. <laughs> I don't yeah. think he was talking about that kind of train, Jake. No. But. Yeah. Hey, right. those, <laughs> hey, sometimes those can be cheap too. Depends oh. on who you get. <laughs> oh man! And ladies and gentlemen, this is our last episode ever because uh, we're going to be banned. So yeah, anyway. we've said that before. Yeah, uh, they're watching us tonight. They didn't even want us to go live. Apparently. Anyway, all right. Last one from Thomas Cooley. Take it away, Jordan. All right. So, uh, why do you run the number nine? So nine is actually was the best birthday I've ever had. And uh, nine just stuck with me. I got my very first baseball glove and mitt or ball, I should say. And for some reason, it just kind of stuck with me. And nine, I when I played baseball and football and basketball and all these other numbers, I was always number nine. And it just kind of stuck. It's a good number. Yeah. Love it. Right on. Living on cloud nine. <laughs> there, you go. there you go brandon there you go. hey scott there's another t-shirt idea for you there you go, there you go. so you speaking of, of t-shirts do you have a uh, website that people can get the, these fancy dancy hats and shirts and yeah merch so we from you? yep so we do we have all of our stuff on ch9racing.com so we're we need to get more hats made um so we're gonna be getting some more of those made and we're actually working on getting new shirts designed and, and put all that stuff on there as well Nice. Right awesome. Yeah. How's there that go. new uh, Matco Tools uh, 
toolbox you got there from Saturday. Hey, actually, that's what my computer's sitting on right now. Hey, hey nice. <laughs> I, I got one of the drawers open, and I got all my all my notes here if I need them. And no, <laughs> it's working out. This guy's prepared. That's all right. right. <laughs> that's awesome. It's like he's done something like this before. <laughs> no, <Nah>, never. <laughs> so Here's my I have, notes. Yeah, exactly. It just uh, it all comes out. But uh, one last question uh, that I had. So um, getting to know you a little bit, what do you do? when you're not racing or thinking about racing, like, what do you do for fun? I have four kids, man. And that's, okay. you know, I, I definitely love spending all the time I can with them. Um, unfortunately I, I only get three of my kids half the time, which is, it's really hard. It, it really is tough on me. Um, I wished I had them all the time, but I don't with custody issues. But, um, when I get a chance to be with them, I, I like, you know, we always go and do things and I always, you know, I, I maybe not, don't buy my kids all the toys that they, they want in the world, but I, I definitely give them the experiences with taking them traveling and going to do fun things. So I'm a big family man. Uh, they will always take number one. So just hanging out with my kids and, and just playing with them has been a huge thing that has kind of got me through my life with everything going on. And so just hanging out with them and, and being present with them has kind of been important for me. Hey, Memories last that. longer than toys, man. Yeah, yeah. I can tell you that. Especially now they're all cheap, cheap toys anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so any, uh, I know I said I only had one question, but we talked about iRacing and we're all pretty huge advocates for it, but any plans? Do you have a rig? Do you plan on getting into it? You know, I, I did it a couple times and I was like, man, this is pretty fun. I sucked at it, you know, cause you can't actually feel the car, but mm -hmm. I, I just, I mean, I don't have the equipment for it. I don't have a rig or anything like that. So who knows? I don't know. All maybe, a good time. Maybe. Just yeah. go kick Ian off his, spin him yeah. out while he's racing, and then <laughs> maybe maybe you won't wreck me. So please kick him off <laughs> his rig. Yeah, right. I mean, I don't know. I I have a steering wheel and stuff like that. I just I, I use it a couple times. I was like, man, I don't know. I'd rather just go race this thing. Yeah, I, it's true. weird. It's weird, you know. But maybe I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, you put well, enough money all... into that thing, you should, right? Yeah, <laughs> I was going to say it's less expensive when you wreck on iRacing. I know that. Yeah, you can. I don't understand though. You can hit a button that says "tow me back." Yeah. Mm -hmm. And like reset. Where's that in this thing? Yeah. yeah no uh, kidding. Reset. You forgot, you forgot to install it. Oh. I'll that's that. One of that's my that, guys to do that. I was yeah, say, that's that one thing when Ian was eating that cheeseburger, he forgot to put the button in there. Yeah, he didn't <laughs> yeah. do that for you. <laughs> anyway, I so uh, I know, like you've mentioned. Uh, a lot throughout this episode but uh now's your time to thank all those people thank all the crews give sponsor plugs we want you know obviously this is your platform and we want to give you give you that time to uh to do that all right <clears throat> yeah i mean there, we uh I, I definitely have a lot of people to thank for for getting us to this to this point you know not only with this year but the years prior people that have always been involved with our sport you know i, I definitely have to give a shout out to gary coat He's been a, a huge advocate of ours and he's helped us through so much and he's done a lot for us. Um, Gary Coat, Joe Stinson, my fiance, Brandy, my mom, all my kids, um, Jackson Cat for helping, CJ and Alicia, Ian or Cupcake. I don't know if you guys know this, but I gave him that nickname Cupcake. So if you ever hear Please it, explain. For me. Please explain. I, I, right when we first started racing, I had some – he actually came to me from Instagram. And he sent me this message saying, Hey, I want to come, 
I mow your ex or your ex sister in law's yard. I I've seen your race cars. I want to come help. And I'm like, who is this kid? This is kind of weird. <laughs> but I was like, hey, sure, why not? And there was two guys that came and helped me. And I was I didn't even know these people. And I just I don't know where and why, but I was like, I'm gonna name this guy Princess and this guy Cupcake. I <laughs> thought it was cool, and it just kind of stuck. And now so, I know. yeah, it's it, awesome. Yeah, weird, but a huge thank you to Ian. He's he's helped a lot. Landon, he came on board not too long ago, and he's I think he's been enjoying it. He's kind of been our uh, GoPro guy, and he kind of we got to work on that a little bit, Landon. Or we're gonna get someone to do the the GoPro thing because we kind of forgot a couple of races. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, yeah, Chris Smith, man, he's been great. Tim Dickerson, Sean Priest, Brian Sanders has been awesome. Tim Coat, Dennis Finch, Michael Scott, Joe Fiorelli, Tim Heldenbrand, man, the, the, the list goes on for that. You know, I just, I really cannot appreciate them enough. Um, quick story about Joe Stinson. He's from Texas. He's, he reached out to us a couple of years ago on, on uh, social media. And then the story goes with Joe Stinson and one of, he, he had a driver that would race down in Texas for him and, and, uh, needless to say the driver that he used to sponsor is blake harris and blake harris moved up into the echelon of nascar and the story goes that joe reached out to him and said hey you know i i really like to keep following racing like i don't have a team to follow you know anymore and blake i guess told joe stinson hey you need to go check out curtis and ch9 racing they're a great team and joe stinson came on board and he's helped and he drives up from texas and it's pretty cool yeah wow. so awesome. incredible yeah it's it's been a it's definitely been a journey um so we've always been appreciative of his help you know absolutely uh coat transportation uh front range rv and collision they just came on this came on board this year and funny story about them real quick is they sent uh they one night i think i took third or second or something in the race and I got a notification on my phone and it says front range RV and collision liked your page. And I was thinking, Hey, that's kind of cool. I'm going to hit them up for sponsorship <laughs> <laughs> and not even thinking about it. I said, Hey, thanks for liking our page. I'm going to, I'm going to send you my sponsorship proposal. If you ever want to sponsor us, mm-hmm. and he's like, okay, send it over. And I'm like, is this thing working? Cause that doesn't ever usually happen. You know? Yeah. And so the next morning I, he, you know, he sends me a message and says, Hey, call me. <laughs> so I call him and I'm like, are you a robot? Cause like, you know, this is yeah, really that weird. does not yeah. happen. And so he calls me and he goes, man, he goes, I saw you racing. That's, that was incredible. And I was like, well, thanks. I said, you know, I'd, I'd be willing to figure something out with you if you want. And he's like, yeah, let's do it. And he's like, I'll make you one condition though. And I said, yeah, what's that? And he goes, if we sponsor you, I want you to go out there and beat, uh, Adam Dynas. And I'm like, Oh man, <laughs> it's kind of a tall order, you know, he's yeah. fast. Yeah. And I was like, I'll do my best, you know? Yeah. And so since he sponsored us, we actually beat him every race, which is kind of, well, there you go. That's awesome. But he, he wants to continue, um, Brett and Bridget, they want to continue sponsoring us next season and we'll see how things go with that. So I definitely appreciate front range RV and collision, Joe Stinson racing, Michael Scott trucking, Denver West towing has been phenomenal for us for the last couple of seasons. They've been on board Buckeye welding, GoPro and all things apparel is just just some of the sponsors that we have that I have to to give a huge thank you Absolutely. to. Absolutely. Definitely. Yeah. They're they're what makes it go around. Yeah. yeah. You know, and I, I honestly thank you guys for doing this stuff. 
I mean, it, it keeps the racing scene alive and it keeps people engaged. And, you know, these types of things always will lead to greater things. And mm-hmm. the more that people get engaged with not only our track, but with our sport, it's, it's huge, you know, mm-hmm. with the youth, younger kids, like quarter mm-hmm. midgets, you know, getting my kids into that. Right. I see how much they enjoy it. And I'm just thinking to myself, like, damn, this is going to get expensive, but it's, it's staying around, you know? And, and one thing that I would wish to see happen in the community of Colorado racing is we need to promote more racing and promote bigger races for people to come in and put CNS back on the map. Not to say they're not on the map, but you know, they, they promoted that outlaws race and there was a huge following. Oh yeah, and we need to find a way to promote these yeah. races to get people to come in from town and pack the stands. Mm-hmm. You know, and some of the things that Brian Sanders has done the last couple of years with fans in the stands. Absolutely. I mean, I don't know if you guys know about this or not, but he used to go to the track and buy tickets, and he was giving yep. them away to people to say, "Hey, come on down, come to the races. Oh, yeah. I'm buying and the, it." And, and the checkered flags and all that right. stuff. Yeah, he, hey, he does know, a lot. Brian, I didn't get Little a checkered thing. flag this last race. What the hell? <laughs> you can just that's, give me a headset it's cool yeah oh, there you go. that's a fair say, i think i officially had his last checkered flag so we'll just I gave call that game. late fees and interest buddy there you yeah. go thanks <laughs> radios yeah so right. no i just we got to promote more and just get more people involved and honestly like invite people to come out or tell your friends like hey come on out it's 10 mm-hmm. bucks 15 bucks who cares it's that's cheap entertainment on a saturday yeah. night oh yeah you know it really is the fans in the stands, man, are really what keep that track alive. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll tell you what, when we were racing in 2020 and there wasn't anybody over there in the grandstand side, it was very different, you know, yeah. racing in front of like nobody, honestly. Yeah. yeah. We won six to nine races and we were just like, oh, well, this is weird. I guess yeah. we'll go back. People are clapping on Facebook Live for it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so it's up just, and, oh, shoot. Yeah. yeah. Not there. Just kidding. Yeah. You know, so just we need to promote it more. We need to get out at it more. And, you know, I know people have had their differences with, with the ownership and, and CNS, but we got to get rid of all of that stuff. And we just, we need to appreciate a place that we have to race and we need to just get after it and just pack the stands. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, we're doing the best that we can from the behind yeah. the keyboard. That's for sure. Right. Right. So yeah, no, it's been, it's been great. It's been a whirlwind season and we've had a great team and, and we are definitely going to be expanding and we're not going anywhere quite yet. So good. Yeah, That's good. Good, to hear. good. Good. Yeah. Well, buddy, we uh, greatly appreciate your time tonight. Sorry for the uh, technical difficulties, but we just got to spend a little more time with you. So. Hey, I told you what would happen if you invited us on. <laughs> well, I, I fair warned you. <laughs> Some of the gremlins got you. Yeah, they did. Cyber gremlins. They did. Yep. That was the first okay. time, so hopefully that never happens again. Yes, but, exactly. Hey. Well, yeah, buddy, we uh, yeah, we uh, wish Thank you uh, happy holidays coming up and a good off season, and we'll uh, keep tabs with you and see you at the track next year. Cool. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Yeah, All right. Alrighty. Curtis Heldon Brand on the Scrub and Tires podcast. Thanks, buddy. See ya. Yep. All right. All right. That was fun. All right. What do you say we uh, hear from one of our presenting partners, Team Denver Homes, and then uh, we're going to get into a little green flag, black flag, and uh, see what see what else happens the rest of the show. All right. What's going on, Scrub and Tires listeners? This is Michael Ann Goodart with Team Denver Homes, Remax Professionals. We know the real estate market has been crazy the past couple years, and this year is no different. That is why you need an agent who knows how to navigate this market and properly represent clients with their best interest in mind. 
Whether you are buying or selling a home or just curious about the local market, I would love to offer my support and services. We are a top producing team in the greater Denver area that specialize in luxury, first-time home buyers, and investment properties. We will get you matched up with the right agent for your needs. After all, real estate is the best investment you can buy. Feel free to reach out to me at any time via phone call, text, or email. I look forward to connecting with you soon. All right. And uh, one of our members had to take a caution flag uh, pit stop. So uh, I'll pass to Jake here. He's not blowing a motor. We promise. He's not blowing a motor. Even, that, we, even though he's not that many Coors lights. Yeah, he have not had that many Coors lights yet. All right. So like Brandon said, uh, since you know, there's some stuff to talk about NASCAR, but we just didn't really want to get into that this this week. So, you know, everybody's seen it on Facebook and everything that happened this weekend. So uh, we thought we'd do a little green flag, black flag to uh, end the night. So uh, for all of you that uh, have watched, you know what's going on. For all of you that are new, uh, green flag, black flag is a segment where we bring up a topic, uh, some sort of question or anything. And uh, if we both or any of us like it, it's green flag. Any of us don't, it's a black flag. So uh, I guess I'll go ahead and start here. Um, this one, it was... Uh, kind of funny you know uh being at the track seeing everybody there uh just kind of wanted to have some you know more entertainment and we kind of thought what what kind of cool thing what we could do at the uh you know track while people are eating and stuff like that since the track has so many golf carts what if as entertainment while everybody's you know eating we do like a uh officials track owner tech you know staff of the track in general little golf cart race around the uh around the racetrack during the uh awards ceremony green flag black flag uh brandon go yeah green flag i'm about that and like uh <laughs> curtis just said anything with wheels and a motor or electric or gas let's do it <laughs> i mean i i think uh <laughs> Those things are pretty prone to uh, tipping over. Don't ask me how I know, but uh, no, that'd be fun. Green flag. Jordan? I'm, I'm a little late to the game, but I'm going to go green flag. <laughs> He's asking if a, a golf cart race at the award banquet would yeah, be... Yeah, uh, for uh, like the track officials, staff, oh, ownership. I got you. Be like a little end of the season entertainment while everybody's uh, eating and stuff. Yeah. Got it. Golf cart race. I want to see him do a foot race. <laughs> call the ambulance yeah. no i know we i know we've uh we've had a little chit chat about this kind of a few times on on here and whatnot but yeah i think something of of that sort to celebrate them would be would be a lot of yeah. fun yeah yeah or uh yeah the scotty Bremkamp here let's bring some go-karts for my am i out there yeah sure get mark yeah. brim camp out there in a go-kart next to a wall yeah <laughs> Yeah, the insurance I don't think will pay for that. Yeah, right. I know from oh, Jared Wall. He knows from experience that uh, we've wrecked all the wrecked golf, the golf cart. carts. Yep. I think I heard that story this weekend too. So <laughs> there you go. Yeah. All right, George. Uh, what you got? Oh, I was totally ill prepared for this one. Honestly, I'll go. go ahead. All right, I'll come up so, with something. But go ahead. Perfect. I'm going to, I'll ramble on there for five minutes so you can get a topic like I always do. <laughs> um, so I'm going to switch gears to NASCAR, obviously, while I was away hunting some, and you guys talked about it on last episode, Kyle and Bubba, and 
it's every week it's something new which is good um but uh so with two races left you got martinsville which is cut off to determine the three remaining spots obviously joey logano punches ticket um so with this new uh gen 7 car next gen whatever you want to call it um the spring race at martinsville statistically and just in the eyes of fans and stuff viewership was not good the cars couldn't pass they all ran the bottom it was just kind of a vanilla race right so my green flag black flag is obviously they haven't made changes to the car other than some safety stuff to make it pass i i know they did a, a, a good year tire test a couple weeks back at martinsville to try to get more fall off which obviously creates more passing and, and so forth but with this um I, I did i stole jake's kind of role for this the episode here the statistician last year there was four cautions in that whole entire race okay obviously not playoff implications whatever everybody's just riding the bottom william byron william byron won that's a tongue twister so green flag black flag this weekend's race at martinsville will double the four cautions from the spring race and william byron will repeat as the winner jake uh green flag on the fact that i think there's going to be more cautions uh just from what we've seen lately with everybody i mean i know sunday really wasn't a whole no. lot of cautions which was surprising very. But short track racing, uh, you're always going to have some cautions. And we only have one driver for sure locked into the uh, championship four. So I know there's going to be seven other drivers out there going after it. You know, mm -hmm. uh, Chase whatever. Briscoe's in a must win. So yep. there's that. There's, yep, there's four right now. Well, technically two for sure that are in a must win mm -hmm. situation. Some people can maybe squeeze in on points. But I mean, if you really think about it, just the fact that there's only one locked in seven racers are trying to go for a win to be a must win situation. Cause you never know what can happen, you know? Um, so I think green flag definitely on the fact that, uh, I think there'll be more cautions. I think the last 20 laps for sure, you'll probably oh, yeah. see at least maybe three, um, repeat winner. Um, I mean, I think he can do it. I mean, he's shown some strength lately. Um, I mean, I don't even know who I would pick this weekend, but I, I, I wouldn't totally say green flag on him winning, but I could definitely see him winning. That's for sure. Yeah. George. Uh, yeah. I, I definitely think that there's going to be probably some more cautions. Uh, I think that early on in the season, they're still trying to figure things out. I, I think it'll be a little bit more testy this time. I think guys are really going to be pushing hard. You're getting close to the end of the season. Guys are still fighting for a win. Guys are fighting for championship for implications, all that. You know what I mean? There's there's just a coming down to the end here. It, guys, it doesn't matter if you're at the top or the bottom. People are going to be just fighting hard for position and, and whatnot. So I, th mm -hmm. I definitely think you'll and, – and maybe maybe not as many cautions, but I think you'll definitely see more beating and banging, mm -hmm. so to speak, is, mm -hmm. is what I think is going to happen. Um, you know, outside of that, I don't know. I, it's, you know, there hasn't been a whole lot of repeat winners this year. You know what I mean? Like there's been back a lot back, of, yeah. yeah, especially back to back. Uh, so I, I highly doubt that William Biner is going to be, uh, an, another winner of the, of Martinsville. Um, uh, it'll probably be, 
you know, maybe somebody, some unexpected and, and, and who knows? Cause I mean, short track racing, it, it's, you're, you're kind of up in the air really. I mean, just get yourself in position and, uh, and, and that's really all that can matter at, at the coming down to the end. Um, you know, keep car kind of clean. And so who knows? Um, but I, I don't think that that'll be the case. I definitely don't think that, uh, William Byron will be the, uh, repeat winner here this week. I'll make a, before I pass to you, I, I'll make a bold prediction and say that we're going to see some spin outs in qualifying because as we know at that track, if you don't start up front, you're, it's hard, especially yeah. in cars that don't pass. So I would say people are going to be locking up the left front, going in the corner, you know, spinning out. So it's going to be interesting. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It'll, it'll be, it'll be a different, different race this weekend <clears throat> as what we've seen the last few weekends, obviously. So, uh but yeah it'll be it'll be nice it'll be it's martinville always fun no matter what uh-huh. it's always fun fun to watch martinsville it's one of those tracks you again you, yep. you circle on the schedule so mm-hmm. um yeah good question yep. so uh kind of just while we were having those conversations kind of just thinking back here because you know me and jake we kind of try to keep things a little bit local when it comes to green flag black flag but Curtis kind of brought up a good point in the in, in the earlier part of the show um, about putting the pro trucks back onto the ten inch tire. So I'm going to go ahead and and point that out to you guys. Do you agree with that, or are you mm-hmm. kind of you, you kind of like the way that they have it set up? Because I think that there, personally, I think that there needs to be some sort of a little bit more of a feeder going from you know, like the GAMs and late models to the next step up, then you got super lates, you know, something that's kind of closer modification wise, give, give the drivers a little bit more feel. So, mm-hmm. uh, green flag, black flag, Brandon. Uh, and, and they're currently on an eight inch. Correct. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think yeah, the they run F seventies. Yep. Okay. F Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I see what you're saying about, um, maybe get them a little more speed. Uh, I think Curtis said uh, when we were having our te- technical difficulties that they're about a second off pace from what a super late model runs. Average. They run about the same lap times as what we're running, mm-hmm. essentially. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I say green flag. I, I don't see, you know, try it for a year, see what happens, see if the drivers like it. If it provides good racing, obviously that's number one, right? Um, provides more passing. Obviously, there's going to be more speed. You know what's there's so many things that come into play i feel like and i'm not even close to a uh, engineer but is the fall off there you know is everybody you know can we provide side-by-side racing with that 10 inch tire will it be too loose will it be too tight those kinds of questions but i I think it's worth a shot i mean i i think you know because like you said i think the next step if you're not if you're going to stay in the in the trucks that's fine but if you want to catapult the next thing is a super late model which is the fastest other than you know, King of the Wings one-off races here and there, but mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, I say do it and see what happens. And if, mm-hmm. if it's a complete failure, then, Hey, we know, and we'll go back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For me, I, I guess like Scott Brimkamp just brought up uh, a availability. If, if there are uh, enough tires to get, then I'd say sure. But as we already know, just getting tires in general is uh, tough because there's a lot of cars, trucks at the end of the year that didn't get tires at all. 
So it just would be availability. Um, I think 10 inch tires would be cool to have them on there. I think they'd go super fast, but it all at the same time too is, you know, you've had so many trucks right now that have the eight inch tire now to tell them, Hey, now you got to go get new yeah. rims and spend more money to get new rim, you know, wheels. And then, you know, now we have to try and get, you know, 40 sets of tires just so that everybody can at least start the season with one, possibly two sets. You know, that might be a tough order. Would I like to see him go to the 10 inch tire? Yeah. I think that would be fun. Uh, definitely bring some more speed. And I think, you know, people, would have to be more level headed with their racing. Cause uh, you know, past years if, when they did do it, you know, it was mm-hmm. bad just in the fact that a lot of torn up trucks, but that's also, you know, people just need to be more patient and really learn, you know, that it, having that wide of a tire, you know, you're more, you're able to drive it better. Well, that just comes now down to talent and, and being a race car driver and when to push it, when not to push it. So uh, for me, I'd love to see it, but I'd say black flag just because of cost and um, the fact of availability, I think, wouldn't be there. So, yeah, I can see the availability aspect of it for sure. I don't, you know, you you look back to last year in the truck series. I mean, there was a lot of torn up trucks and they were on mm-hmm. an eight inch tire. You yeah. know what I mean? Like every time we'd go out there and watch them, it seems mm-hmm. like there'd be four or five One of the hardest wrecks i've up. seen was uh tyler davis when he got turned yeah. around and, yeah yeah smoked the wall yeah yeah right i mean it's just it's just a tough division but to your point like you know this is still local short track racing guys are buying this out of their pocket mm-hmm. you know it's just more or less you got to come down to just using your head i think mm-hmm. even across the board sometimes just just using your smarts and being being a little bit more cautious or, or, you know, whatever. I mean, we're all out there to compete obviously, but at the same time, like we're not, none of us are going up to drive for freaking Hendrick motorsports or anything. <laughs> I mean, I know that some of the younger generation, they have aspirations and everything, right. but you know, for the experienced people out there, I mean, you know, it's just using your head. So mm-hmm. whether yeah, I, I think it just be, because I, I remember back in the day, yeah, when they used to be on the 10 inch and they were they were kicking the ass to watch. Mm-hmm. You know, they were they were fast. They were real fast. So uh, but I don't know. It was just kind of a good point. An interesting point that he had kind of brought up. I know I've had conversations with other people at the track about that specific topic. So I just wanted to bring that one up for you guys as oh, well. Good so, question. I'd love yeah. to just go out there and, and drive on a 10 inch tire where the via truck or a super late model just to get the how it feel for it that would be yeah. awesome yeah that would, it would it'd be different <laughs> i mean you you can even tell like the wheel and modifieds and i race you're like oh this is easy like yeah shit. This? those are what 12 inch tires yeah, at least i, I, mean, I think they're i think they're they yeah I don't, I don't i they might even be bigger yeah i'm not i'm not 100 don't quote me on that but i know that they're they're freaking wide i mean mm-hmm. you those things you can barrel them into a corner and oh, they yeah. just stick. <laughs> mm-hmm. So good question. Right on. All right, boys. Well, uh, we'll hear from one of our other presenting partners, uh, Chuck Smith Jr. and Jake there in the garage, and then we'll uh, kind of give you a rundown of next week. So uh, let's do it. You spent countless hours in the garage with your dad. Now investing in that old car and working on it with your son reminds you of him and his legacy lives on fund your passion with a low interest home equity line of credit from citywide banks 
Oh, I'll tell you real quick. Since we uh, had that presenting partner, my sponsor, right there. There you go. Real estate is one of the best investments you can have. So if you have equity, definitely give me a call and let's talk. Because yeah, when you're HELOC. trying to HELOC, yep. When you're trying to fund a race car, or if you're wanting to buy some real estate in general and you got the money, you know, equity to do it. It's a good way. That is true. Mm -hmm. that you can is have true. all those trophies in the background like uh, Curtis did. <laughs> on shelves yeah on shelves yep you gotta have money on a damn refrigerator not knowing how to change an oil <laughs> <laughs> that still gets me that's funny I, that really was that was like the best part it was like wait wait what you don't know how to change oil in damn thing you had an auto how did you think you were gonna get that car home <laughs> <laughs> good that story that was fantastic oh was god <laughs> sometimes impulse buying will get the best of you right yeah. exactly I, Real quick before we we go into next week's segment, uh, I didn't touch on this before uh, when we were talking to uh, Curtis. Him and I actually graduated the same year. He was at Dakota Ridge and I went to Columbine. So for all of you that don't know, Dakota Ridge is like five minutes down the road from Columbine. And we know like the same people growing up in high school and stuff like that. And I, I found that out when he was talking about the Rusty Wallace experience. He had asked me to uh, if I wanted to help out that one time at CNS, and I did. So just sitting there talking with them and stuff, and I can't remember how I got on the topic, but I asked him, I was like, hey, do you know this person? And, and he was like, yeah. I was like, oh, wow, how do you know that person? And he told me. I was like, oh, shoot, we're, we graduated the same year. So kind of crazy uh, how we always talk about how big but small the racing community really is and you know somebody right next down the street from mm -hmm. you that you never knew is someone that you you know know now yeah, yeah. a lot of people coming out of littleton i'm i'm seeing on intro videos and stuff like that mm -hmm. racing town in colorado apparently that's right heck yeah <laughs> a long time yeah yeah so you see we got the old old bands yeah i got uh i i coincidentally found it in uh, my shed yeah jake's shed there's two of them actually i'm because we he took down all of his trophies we had it in the garage and then when we would put up all the walls in the in the installation stuff we tore all that down and and put it kind of in his back shed and so he's got you know all his plethora of trophies in there and yeah and then the hats were in there and i'm like shoot give me that i but the funny Thank thing you. is is i got it this is a really funny part so I have it on the very oh, last <laughs> loophole, dude. The, I, it's head. like, well, back in the '90s, they just didn't make big enough hats. Like I, I, I said, I think wouldn't even fit me if it doesn't fit you. I, I put it to like my normal, my normal thing, and then it just like it wouldn't even go on. <laughs> I'm like, oh god, no, this is no, don't do this to me. But anyway, so all right, looking ahead to uh, to next week, so. Uh, right now we're going to be on our normal segments, uh, normal rundown for our, our regular show. We'll talk a little bit about the NASCAR weekend, um, have green flag, black flag again. We will, uh, you know, also have our, uh, give me some love segment with, uh, with everybody. So, uh, looking forward to that. And then also wanted to give a shout out to Braxton DeWeese, our, uh, been sponsor on driver. fire. I yeah, mean. he's. He, he's he's something else i'll tell you that the kid can wheel I, i'd love to see him in a real car i know we, <laughs> some we need to make that happen right you know, he, so. uh, he's been winning anything and everything his dad you know on the braxton Dewey's uh fan page there man they, like i said he races about 12 times a day it's hard to keep up but he's <laughs> been know. knocking them down so 
Right. So, yeah. So looking forward to that. And then we do have some uh, another guests lined up here. We uh, we're going to be doing this for, you know, up until about the NASCAR season's over with. And then we'll uh, kind of have a little mini off season for us as well. We got uh, some things we got to take care of and then we'll be right back at it. I mean, coming to a close, it feels crazy to think that yeah. 2022 is almost over so yeah that's how we judge our year by the podcast by the podcast <laughs> yeah exactly take take uh, a couple months off and then we're back at it so yeah i was just telling a buddy of mine the other day i was like yeah man we go from february till november that's a long damn time every tuesday night so mm-hmm. but hey what's better is everybody that's watching tunes in every tuesday night that's it and uh sticks with us uh, we that's it have spilled on a Christmas episode. Uh, I won't have reception, but Jake and Jordan are free to do <laughs> that. I will be in Crested Butte, so we'll see. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I do have Wi-Fi. We can see. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see how much Schluka everybody's drinking at that point. Nah, yeah, we'll just have a yeah. Schluka party. A Schluka party. I had a couple That's people ask about. about Schluka this weekend. Hey, sell it. I know. Right? <laughs> Might have to get hey. get with Jim and be like, "Hey, we'll make you some batches." There you go. Oh, Scotty Bremkamp, another t-shirt. Hashtag Schluka. Yep, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. All right. Well, uh, again, um, I, if Curtis is still watching, uh, we thank you very uh, kindly for giving us a couple. Uh, yes, I will mention that, Mark, um, for giving us a couple hours of his uh, night and uh, apologize to all the viewers and listeners for the te- technical difficulties again. Definitely didn't plan that, and uh, it's the first time we've we've seen that. So thanks for bearing with us, but thanks for tuning in uh, tonight, staying up a little later than normal. But, uh, yeah, did want to mention that. Um, Thursday is a season two now of the Rubbin' His Eye Racing um, League that we're putting on, Dirt Late Models. Um, it's going to be a shit show, uh, but we're going to have fun slinging some dirt. Uh, Mark's excited because we uh, did a race. Uh, what was it? Last Friday night, and I think he I, he barely beat me, but he is very very good in that. So um, yeah, if uh, any I racers out there, we've been trying to uh, promote it as best we can. It's not going to be broadcasted because we also enjoy racing in it as well. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, come out, join us. It's free. Um, all the rules and stuff are posted. And uh, if you have any questions, hit us up. But yeah, 7.30 on Thursdays. And then the Rocky Mountain Legends Racing, uh, we do that on, on Sundays at 7.30 in the Truck Series. So getting into that off season. So if all you uh, real racers are bored, jump on, have some fun with us. It's a good time. So um, yeah, just want to say thanks, everybody. We'll see most of you Thursday. Um, but if not, we'll see the rest of you Tuesday. And I'll pass it back to these guys. So I do want to give one shout out real quick to two local drivers that are going to be participating out in Nashville this weekend. And that's uh, Jay Sanson. And then we got the uh, track champion, Mr. Cody Dempster, making their way out to uh, the All-American 400 this weekend. So best of luck to those guys. Kick some ass. Yeah, Quick story uh, about Mr. Cody Dempster. Got to talk to him a little bit after the uh, award ceremony. And he said that the trailer he's currently using when he goes to CNS actually isn't his trailer. So he's got to go. He said he's got to make like three different stops. So he's got to go somewhere. Oh. I, I can't even remember. It's basically. Well, he left yesterday. He left yesterday. And he said yeah. the reason he did that is because he's got to go to somewhere down south. Then he's got to go somewhere kind of back up here, middle of the States to do something with his car and then go to Nashville. I think he said uh, overall they're thinking they're going to be driving about two, 
2,000 to 2,500 miles or something like that <laughs> over the next couple of days just to get to Nashville. Wow. Well, be safe, whoever's driving. That's a long yeah. haul. Yeah. <laughs> no shit. Yeah. So wow. it was crazy. He just kept going on. I was like, hey, what? <laughs> you're doing all that before you're going to the Nashville race? He's like, yeah. Wow. Mm. Like, Is that uh, televised on flow or anything? Do we know? Uh, uh, I think I it's so. I think it's Racing America or Flow, no. one or the other. I, I I thought I saw an advertisement for it already, but I'd, I'd have to double check. But it's on oh. one of them, so yeah. I'll be well, tuning yeah. in for sure. Yeah, good luck, Jace. Good luck, Cody. Bring it home in one piece and uh, represent, huh? Oh, well, one more quick thing too. I gotta we got a shout out to the racers that uh, raced this past weekend. So uh, oh, yeah. yeah, Holly yeah. Clark setting quick time for the uh, Pro Late Models or debut in the Pro Late Models and. Uh, yes. Found out that the team that she runs that car with, uh, they basically hardly work on it. They basically nut bolt check it and set it up basically Perfect. for whatever track that she's taking it to. And I mean, she took it and threw it on the pole. So uh, unfortunate events that her and Tyler Reif kind of racing deal came down and hit her nose and just sent her in an infield wall and ended her night. But Cassidy Hines awesome job she ended up finishing second yeah uh for a while there she was battling for the lead but just tires wore out a little bit i think toward the end of the race and but she only finished like what three four tenths off the lead at the oh end of the God. race something like that so She's i mean fast but she was fast. she pretty much was running second the entire race so great job by her and uh and holly and holly ended up uh so she finished sixth officially or unofficially, but after tech uh, for the modifieds, the winner and the teammate of the winner who ended up finishing fourth, I do believe, mm. uh, they I still don't know exactly what they got disqualified for, but they did not pass post-race inspection. Mm. So she ended up finishing fourth in the modifieds, uh, which is her best finish in the SRL series. So great job. To her, uh, yeah, great job for her uh, doing that. And she had to overcome a little bit. She uh, At the end of the race, I, I went back and watched it she accidentally just got into a guy coming off of four spun him out they sent her to the back mm. and then she drove all the way back up to sixth and she was she was catching the the leaders there toward the end just didn't have enough time to to try anything you know toward the end of the race but hey still ended up fourth place uh in the modifieds and i mean she went literally from pro late model boop right into the gam so uh <laughs> pretty good night so elbows up cool. let's go yeah, yeah exactly so good job to both yes. of those ladies congrats mm -hmm. all right boys well it is uh five actually yeah well about 45 minutes past my bedtime so um yep. again thank you all for watching if you didn't catch us live we'll post it uh shortly after here uh mm -hmm. to listen on all the podcasting platforms as we always do and uh like i said we'll see you thursday if not tuesday and uh as we always say keep scrubbing those tires good night see you everybody On behalf of Jacob and Jordan Smith, Smith Family Racing, Brandon Hall Racing, and myself, Brandon Hall, we hope you enjoyed this week's episode of the Scrubbin' Tires Podcast. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram by searching the Scrubbin' Tires Podcast. Until next time, let's keep scrubbing them tires.